the tender ain't your thing And you're bored of just a fling And lovers got you down Don't worry, don't make a frown With a new band every week Relationship advice Snatch and Peggy's Lonely Hearts Club Band Welcome back to Satch and Peggy's Lonely Hearts Club Band. It's lovely to have you in the Love Shack. My name is Sachin, and alongside me, as always, is the amazing Peggy. Thank you. What a lovely introduction. Now, I hope you are feeling the romance at home, or at least feeling romantic and in the mood to search for love. If this is your first visit to our Love Shack here, welcome. And where have you been? Yeah, we've been waiting for you all our lives. And if you've been with us since the beginning, I'm sorry the advice isn't going well so far. <laughs> Hopefully we'll have some pearls of wisdom in the episodes to come. We only promised them questionable advice, Peggy, in our defence. We didn't promise them a life-changing set of rules. That's very true. To be taken with caution, I think is the phrase we use here. Uh, so what what are we doing here, Sashin? Well, each week we ask one of our favourite musicians to join us in the Love Shack to give us some questionable dating advice, as aforementioned. And the way we do that is we first ask them for their lowlights, bring them back down to our level, and then we ask them how they go about getting a first date, their game plan, how they know it's going well, are they going to take them home or not, are they going to call them back for date number two, and then finally we hand over back to us for a post-match review, which is my favourite bit of every show. Definitely. I can see you gruelling the artists. It's the only time we ever get to do that too. You know, our favourite band. Uh, so, as ever, each week, one of us takes on the role of Cupid and the other will be representing you guys at home, the Lonely Hearts Club. So for this episode, we got to interview the wonderful Harrison Swan of Talk Show. He is a Northwesterner after my own heart, so I'm wholly biased in saying this could well be the best advice we had on the entire series. Yeah, and I, th- I don't think that's far off either. He's a proper lovely bloke. And I think I remember you saying at the end of this episode, Satch, I've never seen you look so excited by some dating advice before. Yeah. I, I don't know what came over me. I was just hanging off his every word. It's like when he's playing guitar and I'm stood there drooling. It's the, it's the same emotion, I think. Definitely. A little bit more going on for me than I first realised as I said that aloud. But yeah. Harrison's great. <laughs> Maybe, listeners, as we go through this episode, you'll have to uh, take Sashin's love of the advice with a pinch of salt. He may well be starstruck. Um, But with these sentiments in mind, on with the show. So welcome to our fifth date with Talk Show. For God's sake, don't call him. Sashin Peggy's Lonely Hearts Club Band. It is another day here in the Lonely Hearts Club. I'm Peggy. I will be Cupid for today and uh, over here who do we have i'm Sachin. i'm gonna be representing the lonely hearts club for today it's an absolute pleasure to have harrison swan from talk show to be giving some advice to us lonely hearts out there today <laughs> hello hello everyone hello all the lonely hearts out there thank you for being here with us i'm sure you have some great wisdom to impart we've been doing a little bit digging and uh we saw do you have kind of an icon of the northwest as a fellow Northwesterner, kind of into all this as well. Is it John Cooper Clark? He seems like a romantic chap. Oh, yeah, definitely. He's clearly quite a, a sultry chap. But yeah, yeah, he is a big, a big icon of mine. I'm just a bit obsessed with him. And he's clearly just like a bit of an old romantic, which is always ideal. I guess the question is, have you ever told someone, I want to be your Ford Cortina? <laughs> yeah, no, never, never. I think Alex Turner ruined that possibility years ago. <laughs> Years ago, I reckon that I reckon there's some poor indie sod out there that that's like wearing a pair of gazelles and drinking strong red dark fruit. That's tried to impress <laughs> a girl and say that to her in some 
dreadful club. <laughs> Almost certainly. Oh God, I know. I reckon there's a lot of people like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, wearing a really, really terrible leather jacket from Top Man or something. Just to, oh yeah, no thanks. I've definitely met a few of those frogs in my time. So when, as well, when I heard your track Banshee, I thought, Harrison, this guy knows about love. The highs, the lows, the heartbreaks. So, Harrison, thank you for joining us. I guess to kick things off, so we're all on a level playing field because we've all had some horrendous dating stories. If not, you've not lived. So, Harrison, do you have a, a dating low light that really sticks out in your brain where you thought god i hope it's gonna get better than this oh yeah there's been some absolutely dreadful ones that aren't fair it's, it's not quite fair to go on radio and, and fully give all the beans but there's been some pretty pretty dreadful ones i remember it was back in uni actually and i do you know what? It was the only Tinder date I've ever been on and I've never used dating apps ever since because it was just such a horrible experience. That bad. Wow. It was that bad. I went on one date and I was like, I'm never, ever doing this again. Talking to this girl was great. It was fine. Really normal. We decided to meet up and trying to get a conversation out of this girl was like drawing blood from a stone. It was painstakingly bad. Like... I was trying to like lead conversations and just trying to like literally just fill the silence and it was it was dreadful it was like something out of a comedy sketch it was it was just absolutely terrible oh mate it got to a point where it was so bad I was like I, I can't I can't carry on I literally can't carry on so I left the date after 45 minutes Ooh. oh wow it was dreadful. I was just like, I, ca I can't, I can't do this anymore. I've, I've literally ran out of things to say. And what excuse do you make then? Like after 45 minutes, how do you excuse yourself subtly? So this is, this is going to sound dreadful. So I, before I already went on the date, I had kind of already given myself a, like a little bit of a get out of jail free card in case it was going badly. And I'd kind of planted the seed that I'd already agreed to meet up with my mates in the evening. So when it was going so badly, I was like, really sorry, this has been lovely, but I've got to go now because I'm meeting up with my mates and he's, I was supposed to meet him later, but he's actually got lost and I need to go and meet him at the train station and blah, blah, blah. Total rubbish. It's all <laughs> absolute forgery and lies. But yeah, so that, that, that was, uh, yeah, 45 minutes. 45 minutes, I think, is a record. But I guess taking the positives from that, at least, you know, the other person didn't have to buy a second drink, you know? You <laughs> you parted ways and you'd only wasted a fiver as opposed to a tenner. Yeah. Which I would have been grateful for if that was me. So I think I'd try to neck two pints to just fill the time <laughs> as well. But I was like, do you know what? Getting drunk is just not even going to get me through this. Wow. So, yeah. That's yeah. dark. Well, Tinder... Never. I've not even delved. Sashin, for the lowly hearts, have you ever delved into Tinder? Many, many a year ago and without any luck, I think. It's, uh, it's a lot of swiping, not a lot of actual following through, I would say. I, th I think over the course of this series, we've, we've come at, to a unanimous decision that Tinder is not the one. Yeah, it's dreadful. People, if you're listening and you work for Tinder, I'm sorry. I hope you still have a job. Okay, but let's... <laughs> let's I, think, let's... I think you overestimate the, the power of this podcast quite substantially, Faye. Hey, I'm going in, yeah. guns blazing. Yeah, we're going to bring down Tinder. We're taking them down. We're going back to the old school days of romance. 
So let's get started with kind of the beginning. Okay, so this is how are you getting a date? Well, Tinder could have been an option, but do you like to meet them organically? Do you, are you quite bold? Will you go up to someone if you think they look like a, like a nice person to talk to? What's, how do you go about getting a first date? Interesting. I would rather meet people in, in real life, always. I would rather meet people at gigs. I would rather meet people in bars, all that kind of stuff. Partly because I am a barman, I still work in bars, so that's kind of not... So do you break the fourth wall? Would you do that across the bar? Like, actually, it's my number, as well as your pint. Yeah, well, yes and no. I, I think ages ago I would have done less so now. It would take me a lot more to kind of go, there's my number. What I've never had the confidence to do was to ask for someone else's number. Because you get the instant rejection. That's what no one wants. It's like, you, no one wants to go over to someone and go, can I have your number? And they say, no, and you feel like an idiot. And then you walk back, incredibly embarrassed and going, I'm never doing this ever again. I want to like, just curl up and die. Yeah. yeah. So I think the, the approach that I took was, there is my number. If you're interested, text me, whatever. I think that's quite a non-threatening as well way to go about it. Almost puts the, the onus on the other person to do as they will. Yeah, I think the the key that, that I thought that was like, you can't just go around and do it to whoever. I think you kind of had to like, be at least catching the eye of someone or having a little bit of a flirt with them already or whatever, or kind of getting a vibe from them before you then go and give your number. But yeah, that's... There's got to be some smoke to the fire, you know, there's something there. Yeah, exactly, exactly. You've got to have feel like some embers or whatever, yeah. So by the sounds of it, you might not have done the, the classic bartender, write it on a napkin and just slip it across the bar trick before. I used to get that a lot and uh, most of the time it didn't work, but I think once I was just in the mood for a date, so I did call them back. So it does, does maybe work every now and again. Yeah, I mean... I'm sure it does, I'm, and I know many barmen that are really successful with it, um, but I would just never, ever going to do it. Never, never, never. Yeah. So, Sashin, do you think this is a good way to meet people, you know, gigs, bars, being, giving your number out, not expecting too much? Yeah, definitely. Like, we all know that we're kind of here over a love of music, so a gig's always a great place to start, but I really like the idea of kind of, not setting yourself up for that awful feeling because I know that a bit too well, like that not in your stomach, just want to run away from the room and never come back. Yeah. So kind of, yeah. that's fine. Let's see what happens. Like it. Because the thing is also, if you've given your number, right, and then whatever, you don't hear back, you forget about it. You don't know about it. But then if you do get the text, you're like, oh, great, cool. This is really exciting. You said, yeah. Do you get what I mean? So there's... Yeah. yeah. Set your expectations low and be surprised and be happy about it. Exactly. Big believer in this. I like it a lot. <laughs> Definitely. I think it's starting off strong. We're setting the bar low to exceed expectations. Mm. I'm ready. Yeah. That leads us on to the next point. So the game plan, I guess. Maybe where's the perfect date spot? Are you doing an activity? Do you, you know, you're a music connoisseur. Is there a, a particular track? That sets the right mood. Are you late on time? How does it, yeah, where where are we going? And how does it all begin? You've always got to be on time. Brilliant. Always, always got to be on time. You've got to be early. You can't be late. I get annoyed when I'm waiting for someone on a date and they're really late. It's not the vibe. Because 
yeah. Very presumptuous, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just small levels of respect. Obviously, if people get stuck in traffic and blah, 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 yeah, totally justified. But if you're late... It's rude. Mm, yeah, I'm not, I'm not feeling it. I'm not feeling it. I mean, obviously, going for a drink is an easy one. Stuff that you have to concentrate on that you can't really talk during, I think is a really bad idea. So going to the cinema, mm. I don't think it's a good idea. I don't even think a gig as a first date is a good idea, really. It's good if you're going somewhere where you can, like, if it's like a gig in a pub or whatever, that you you can go and see the band or you can just take a seat and kind of chill out and just be around and whatever. But then you also, if you go into a band that you like, you run the risk of bumping into people that you might know, which is an absolute no-no. You don't want to bump into any familiar faces whatsoever i think that's fairly i think everyone feels that <laughs> so i think we've had on here before pegs has taken a second a new date to a west a previous date was at the same gig oh my god no so basically no. permanent creeps lovely lovely guys so i thought bring a date to a permanent creeps gig turn out he did not like punk music as he specified i thought well that was stupid so then next week took a different date to a different permanent creeps gig and then I don't know like all of the same friends were there and then at one point he came and met all my pals and like I'd forgotten his name because I was in such a panic so I was sort of now known as the girl that brings loads of dudes that are half her <laughs> boyfriend even though I'd never met either of them before or saw them again to a permanent creeps so yeah Harrison I'm with you there I'm with you there it's a t- terrible idea yeah I would arguably go don't pick somewhere local pick somewhere in between or mm. pick somewhere nearer them that is that is better shout because you don't want to be known as the person that always keeps bringing dates into this place because i as a barman i spot those people and i know those people <laughs> i sniff them out and they are <laughs> they are rampant in london they are rampant and like yeah they're everywhere and people think they're being subtle they're not i see you three times every week with a new date, <laughs> like, I, you put your nice shirt on, you put your pajama <laughs> on, yeah, and I see you, and it's it's not dependent on gender. I see women do it as well. I've had like female regulars do exactly the same thing, and they like wear their nice like top or they wear their nice dress that they think they look amazing. Fair play, we all do it, yeah. yeah? But you can't go back to the same venue every single time. You can't do it. Harrison, I feel like you're calling out like my entire early 20s right now. I was a massive culprit for that. I'm not going to name the bars in case the boys are listening and are like, I yeah. thought it was special. I mean, I, I also, I get it. People like where they like and they want to go, oh, I drink here all the time. This is a nice place. Cool, fine. However, though, on a date, Showing someone you're you're local, that's pretty personal. So you don't. I'm not. I'm not letting you into that world yet. I'm not. I'm not showing you my favourite pub yet. No, you got to earn that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's good to go. Oh, there's this really nice bar that I know, but it's nowhere near I, where, where I live. It's on the other side of London, whatever. God, that makes it sound like I'm running away from people. <laughs> I don't mean it like that. But you know what I mean. Like. Yeah. Yeah. 
I think this is good. We're doing like a gradual build-up as opposed to all guns blazing at the beginning, which is definitely... I mean, Sashin, this is this is your advice. Are you going to take it? Is this good advice? I do like this. This is very good advice, but I want to I wanna follow up. Like, what type of vibe are you looking for in this place? Like, are we looking for like a candlelit, smoky, romantic place? Have we got some thumping music in the background? Like, what are we going for? Disco. You want somewhere kind of chill so you can have a conversation. That's the whole point is that like when you go on that first date with someone you want to essentially them out so you want to like be getting a vibe off someone so you can't you don't want it to be like absolutely thumping coolest bar in town whatever that you can't hear each other speak but then you don't want somewhere that's like absolutely empty because if it's a ghost town you feel like everyone can hear what you're just saying <laughs> which is dreadful yeah again another thing i've experienced either end of being on a date in an empty venue and also being a bartender in an empty venue with one date in. oh it's dreadful so yeah i mean i suppose getting a coffee is a good shout getting a drink is a good shout i would i would always say go earlier rather than later because that's when it's a little bit quieter and also it looks good when you're like oh do you want to kind of carry on they're like because you give your indication that you're interested in them and i like that so then it's like oh, okay yeah i would like to go for another drink with you or whatever but then you also have the i've got to leave by the way sorry do you know what I mean you're giving you mm. you're giving yourself the in and the out it's, yeah. Yeah. Great, you've got your options open. I like to see as well that Sashin is actually writing down notes as he speaks. He's, look at this. Yeah, I can hear, I can hear a pen clicking, which is great. I don't think I've seen Sashin respond so well to someone's advice yet, so I think, Harrison, you're doing well. They'll come out soon, but Alex from Sports Team said, I'll just move in with them, which is not really something you can do. <laughs> Yeah, that was quite bold. <laughs> and Izzy from Black Honey said, well, I just get really drunk and I've yeah. done that before and it doesn't work. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, getting really drunk. I think we also had drum and bass rave, which I just don't think is going to be. Any... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Take pingers was the other one, which was like. Oh, my God. If I was on a date with someone, they started taking pingers. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that would be terrible, terrible. That is not exactly a precedent for love wife children really is it another good one though if, if you want if you want instead of a drink you an activity is always good Ooh. you know if you, so you can have a laugh about something so something stupid like mini golf because you can have a laugh about it and drink at the same time you have something that's mm. occupying your conversation because you can either pretend to be bad and let them win or like i do is because i'm incredibly competitive take it really seriously <laughs> and get really annoyed when i'm losing and have that to talk about and be able to laugh at myself about how annoyed I'm getting that I'm losing. It's good. There you go. There's there's more conversation. Showing some vulnerability. I like it. Exactly. It sounds like you might have... Have you done one of these golfing dates so far? Yes. Yeah. Did it go well? Still uh, together? Uh, it was a long time ago, but it went well. Yeah. It was like... Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Tried and tested. It was out, out of its time. Okay, cool. So we've got, we, we're on the date, we've got the date lined up, maybe in a pub, maybe playing mini golf, but the conversation is flowing. So how, the, well, that's kind of the point. How do you know it's going well? Do you have any kind of good conversation starters or are there any kind of do's and don'ts that will detect as to whether you like this person or not? Are there any red flags or 
or on the opposite scale where you're like, wow, they've really got me going, I'm hooked. I don't know, can you, is it easy to sense a vibe? Clearly, if they're not easy to get a conversation out of, it's a big red flag, get straight <laughs> out of there. Yeah, exactly. I think if people aren't talking, yeah. then that's a massive red flag. So true. Obviously, people can be really anxious and nervous, but if they're not talking, then they're probably, number one, not interested, or really boring, and you don't want either of those. Neither of those is good. So, if they're not talking, there's, there's an example. Also... Don't talk about yourself all the time. Like, ask people about their lives, do you know what I mean? Because, yeah, that's more interesting. The whole point is you go on a date to find out more about them and back and forth, but yeah. I think it almost calms the nerves if you get the other person talking as well. Then you're not constantly racking your brain for the most interesting thing you have to say about yourself. Yeah, pretty much. I agree. You give yourself space to breathe and go, okay, cool, chill. (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah, chill out have a sip of water and calm down a little bit even if you really fancy this person just chill out like yeah chill out take a chill pill but not an actual pill as we just discussed (laughs) yeah okay sasha do you do you agree with that so verbal chill pills yeah getting the other person to do the talking verbal chill pills is nice i'm not sure i'll be bold enough to order a pint of water with my drink and just keep calming myself down next to it but (laughs) Or you could go to the bar and do shots, but like, like yeah. Either or, there's a way of relaxing. Yeah. I, I don't like talking about myself anyway. I like asking questions, so that suits me down to a T. So mm. it's good. Yeah. Harrison, I think you've got Sashin on side. I've never seen him so elated to, and intrigued to have some dating advice. So this is going well. Okay, so the date's gone fantastic. You're in... Amour is rife. Um, so it's home time. <laughs> Amour. That was such a good line. <laughs> Sounds so grim in my Norman accent. Amour is rife. Amour is rife. <laughs> I like it. Amour is rife. Spot the writer. I love it. I know. If they need a Love Island presenter... <laughs> Get me on the job. Anyway, right, so you've got the Amour going, but it's home time. What's going on? Are you going to walk them to their door, if you can even do that in London? Do you do you go for gold and go home with each other on a first date? I think that's fine, but, you know, some people like to draw it out, maybe two dates, three dates. What's your? What do you think? Do you tell them straight away that you really like them? Are you coy? Oh, no, you can't tell them straight away on the first date. Hold it back. You can imply that you're having a good time. But you can't mm-hmm. be like, I really fucking like you. Like, yeah, like death stare. <laughs> like, yeah, I like you. Yeah, no, you just can't do that. We do. Oh my God, she has a death. No, you, I think it's all about context, isn't it? Like, if you are getting a vibe and you, you have ended up carrying on drinking all night, then there's nothing wrong to say that you can't go back together. But I would hold off from it. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's good to just be like, yeah, cool. I'm never going to walk someone to their door, though. <laughs> that's like yeah it's a bit it's a bit tricky in london that one isn't it i think it's good to like walk someone to a station or walk them to the bus stop mm. like make sure they do all that kind of stuff do you know what i mean i think as a bloke you, you should be more aware of that do you know what i mean or go in like do you want me to wait for you whilst you get your taxi or blah blah blah, blah all that kind of all that jazz i think you've just got to play it play it as it comes essentially Play it as it comes and remember that chivalry is not dead. You ever been a person to put a jacket on a puddle and like walk across? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Opening doors for people and like, yeah. 
Unfortunately <laughs> not. <laughs> I'd love to say yes, but I think it's actually really fucking horribly cheesy. It's probably the same bloke who's uh, quoting John Cooper Clark, just taking <laughs> his top man leather jacket off, putting it in the puddle. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's dreadful. That's so true. He's probably got one in his bag from, like, the market, so he doesn't actually have to get his posh one muddy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, also, if, you, if you're taking them to, like, mini-golf or whatever, I'm too competitive to be that nice. If I'm gonna get if I'm gonna get a sporting edge over you, then I'm I'm not doing it. <laughs> I'll be honest with you, I would never go to those mini golf things on a first date because I would I'd end up fuming or gloating, and they're not things you should be doing on a first date. It's like celebrating in someone's face, like yes. The, the only date I've had there, my date ripped her scorecard up in front of me and stormed off that she was pissed off at how I was behaving. <laughs> so... Really? Oh my god. Yeah, we were, we were both very competitive, and it came down to the last hole, and she she missed and got very upset not not great i suppose in that situation that the small pencil is a bit of a dangerous weapon as well fuck you know yeah that's sharp yeah yeah, yeah exactly that is so true i was gonna say i think i'd be more scared in those scenarios like you know when you're a bit nervous i'd be falling over i'd fall into the holes i'd trip over them i'd be falling over my club i'd accidentally whack him with it as well and then there'd be a court case i'm impressed that you guys can stay unflustered enough to even make the ball go anywhere near the hole so by, by the sounds of it we're only focused on winning and nothing else in that yeah. moment in yeah, time yeah. whereas you yeah, seem yeah, to still yeah. be in the context of the day I know. <laughs> yeah exactly it's a sporting it's a sporting moment. You've got to block out the crowd. That's why I'm, I'm focused on I'm focused on the goal, not anything else. Okay. I mean I suppose maybe don't don't go on a mini golf. So this is it's a date, it's also a sporting event. It's all gone well. You may or may not have gone home with each other, but either way, you both like each other and but you've not kind of let them know by the sounds of it yet so uh, this is kind of the end how how do you secure a date number two will you text them that night do you are you a caller do you call them do you instantly ask them out do you wait for them to speak to you how do you secure the all-important date number two firstly never call them never never call like never call them i don't want anyone calling me <laughs> until like three months down the line don't call me i don't want to also like if people call me before we've had a date and i've actually met you in person i find that really weird that is a bit weird that is strange yeah true i can get i can get that do you know what I mean like to hear your voice before i've actually met you no thanks yeah so never call them i would if it's gone well text them as you're going home going that was really good fun that was cool to hang out like maybe we should do that would be interesting doing that again there you go but you can't be you can't be like straight away. Let's go on another date on the spot. So you're not one of those people that plays the games of I'll wait three days, go silent, and then slide in later. No, because it's not interesting. I don't want to play the game. Like there's no point. That's too far, isn't it? Yeah. Like it, as soon as it becomes strategic, then there's no more. <laughs> then there's no more. <laughs> there's a distinct lack of a more. <laughs> Oh my um, God, us Northerners yeah. are all about the Amor, you see. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, exactly, and it's all about keeping the romance and the Amor in the air. And if, if, you, <laughs> if you're getting a strategy out, then, do you know what I mean? Put away the blueprint. Yeah. Take a verbal chill pill yeah. and be be normal. <laughs> Just be a bit normal. It's a strong theme running through it. It's really easy to follow. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah exactly. I like it. It seems like norm normality and keeping chill is key. I will pass it the baton over to the lonely heart, Mr. Sashin over there, to a little post-match review and see see if he thinks this is gonna 
going to go well. I think I think I can tell what he's thinking. Yeah, as you've kind of acknowledged during it, I think this is really, really sound advice. Like, stay away from Tinder. And also from that low light, getting that safety net in, go early, have an, have an out, is really, really useful. And be on time. Big thing for me as well. Got to respect who you're seeing. And don't go anywhere near people you know. Also shout. I'm not very good at those awkward scenarios either. So we're going down, ticking off things that are kind of like me. I'm not going to play golf, though. I like the idea of an activity. <laughs> not going to play golf, no darts, whatever these fun activities are. I'll embarrass myself. I need to be six months down the line, comfortable showing my competitive side by then. But asking questions and then checking the vibe before you go home also makes a hell of a lot of sense. And then just go off that and text them on your way home. Really simple. Although I have made a big mistake with the calling people before. Like when I was 14, I went on one of, I think it might have been my third date of my life. I called her 15 times in the next three days. Oh, no. 15. Sashin, you weirdo. Yeah, well, I'm a, why do you think I'm part of the Lonely Hearts Club? I was a desperate teenager. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm, I'm better now. I learned my lesson. But yeah, she obviously didn't see me ever again. So. Wow. Yeah. Calling is dead. Yeah. I mean, when you're reeling off those, I'm actually surprised I've managed to give such good <laughs> advice for being single myself as well. So honestly, it's probably it's probably not, not sound advice. But yeah, on the, on the surface, it sounds like good advice. It's all about execution. Definitely. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's the, the thing to take from this, I think, is execution. Definitely. For sure. Well, Harrison, we can't thank you enough for joining us in the uh, Lonely Hearts Club fan today. I think by the sounds of it and the reaction from Sash in there, your, your advice has, has been the soundest, sort of the most applicable to real life. I want to stray away from rating people who've given us advice that they thought was very good and we're slagging off from behind sight. Oh, yeah. But it has been very good advice. All good advice. <laughs> good advice from everyone. Advice for life. So, yeah, thank you so much. Best of luck with your dating life as well. You're a more, so to speak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And look forward to seeing what talk show have to offer for the rest of the year. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. It's been loads of fun. Yeah. Sachin Peggy's Lonely Hearts Club What a bloke Harrison is. So, so interesting hearing about dates from the other side of the bar. It's something like I'd never really thought of, Peg. I don't know about you, but of course we look stupid when we turn up in our freshly ironed shirt loads of perfume on just ready for that date we must stand out like a sore thumb nervously twitching at the bar waiting for the date have you got a routine like that do you always go to the same place oh you've called me out live on air well i guess we're not live but i'm happy to name and shame myself i'm not editing it out that's the thing i do have well did these were past but i have been known to take the take to various guys to the same dating spots because they do just work However, maybe that's a bad idea. I stand by, this has been probably my favourite advice of the series, mainly because Northwesterners get other Northwesterners. So perhaps there's like a regional way of dating. And then when you start trying to put regions together, you've got you've to really rethink the game plan. Yeah, a bit more no-nonsense mm. is the, the general stereotype. Yeah, I've never been one for routine pegs. I'm going to have to say it. I've always tried to find a bar that I've never been to for dates, which may be where I'm going wrong. Maybe I need to press my shirt the same way, put my aftershave on, get out to it. Yeah, I mean, you sa it sounds amazing. I'm, I'm loving your work, Sashin. However, does it work? No, you know the reason we're here, it doesn't work, so... <laughs> exactly. Well, with that in mind, it sounds like this advice may or may not work. So do join us next week. It's going to be love in the air. 
hopefully in a positive way. So see you then. Satch and Peggy's Lonely Hearts Club Thanks for listening to the podcast. It genuinely means the world to Peggy and I. The theme music for the show is by Henry Shaw, the dance floor troubadour, if you want to find him on socials, with the artwork for the show by George Haberson. Everything else is just Peggy and I, and obviously our incredible guests. So if you enjoyed it, it would be a massive help to us if you could subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and share it with your friends. That's the only way we're going to get the word out here. And the lonely hearts of the world need dating advice. You can find us on socials at Satch and Peggy, or if you prefer one of us more than the other, Peggy's at Peggy from Earth, and I'm at Satch and Presents. We'd love to hear from you with thoughts, tips, and how we can sort our dating lives out. Until next time, much love.